Welcome to the 1% Mindset Podcast, where we know success starts from the shoulders up before it starts from the shoulders down. On this podcast, we talk about the necessary principles it takes to perform at elite levels in all areas of life. So happy you tuned in. Let's get started. Mm-hmm. What's going on, guys? This is Mike with the 1% Mindset Podcast. As usual, I'm back. This time, I brought a phenomenal adult guest with me. I have my guy, Callum Nolan, here. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Well, most of my audience is U.S.-based, so I want to start asking you, you know, kind of where are you from? Okay, so I'm from a place called Ireland. I'm sure all of you know it. It's the best place in the world, best little island you'll ever come to. Nice. So from Ireland. Okay. Ireland, yeah. You know, a lot of us know Ireland uh, based uh, on Conor McGregor. You know, yes. <laughs> a very outspoken individual here in the U.S. Okay. So kind of tell me about your journey. So we connected uh, via Instagram. Um, you've been doing a lot of amazing things via IG. Well, kind of speak to me. Uh, like about the journey of you know what you're currently doing okay yeah so right now I'm 21 years old I'm running a digital marketing agency and uh, we mainly focus on doing social media ads and management for clients so I got into that about four or five months ago and we're finally starting to see some success I had been at it for a while but then in November I decided I was going to leave my job and throw myself in the deep end and really get going my history, I guess we'll say, is I've always been entrepreneurial-minded. Um, you know, even though it's an amazing business, I still don't think it's massively entrepreneurial because I didn't invent social media marketing, but, you know, it's a business nonetheless. Um, but in my history, I've done dropshipping, which pretty much every other 21-year-old guy on Instagram has done. Uh, I didn't do it to any great success. We won't uh, try sugarcoat that. <laughs> really no success. Um, but yeah, so with my agency, we mainly target car dealerships. I'm really liking it. Um, that's where our paid ads. And then with management, we target anyone and everyone who needs it because, you know, your social media nowadays, that's your website. People don't really look for a website anymore. If you're going out to a restaurant, you're going to look up their website or you're going to look up their Instagram and see how the food looks. Um, that's what I believe, you know. So we mainly focus on that. Um, I'm trying to grow my personal as well. As I said, thank you for the kind words um i've been doing a little bit of coaching mainly free coaching like every single post i put up i give away one free coaching call to someone who comments so that's good for engagement and it's also good to give back i get to talk to people all around the world people who are way ahead of me in their journey people who are before me people who are just starting so um yeah that's the guts of what i do day to day nice so you said there's a few things that you said uh so you started uh, a drop shipping you started doing drop shipping you failed at it right you just you didn't have success uh which is which is good because you know a lot of people kind of sugarcoat what mm-hmm. you know business can be like in business sometimes there's failures oh yeah but then you you transitioned and you shifted over to social media uh yeah. and having that you know having a digital marketing agency mm-hmm. um what what was it like? Why did you shift into doing digital marketing? Was there a passion there? What made you decide to do a digital marketing agency? Um, so I was running dropshipping ads and like it was going okay-ish. And like, you know, what I was mainly doing was like festivals that would come up. So like we have like longitude and stuff, but like, so it'll be you guys would have like um, Coachella and stuff. So I was basically targeting people who liked those pages and selling like festival wear, which was a, which was a good idea. But 
I just, I really don't enjoy Facebook ads so much. But I like selling, I like talking to people. And, you know, with dropshipping, I was kind of sitting in a room by myself all day. I was only ever really going to help myself. But with the marketing agency, like, it's cool because I can go to clients and, like, I still actually get to be out there in the business world and talk to business owners, which I really like. Because before doing all this, I still worked in sales. Like, I had a sales job, so I, I really do enjoy doing sales and being around people. And I thought, you know, Facebook ads, I'm, I'm quite good with them, I'll say, but they're, they're not something I'm passionate about. So I can outsource them, which is great because I can still get client, get my clients' results and focus on what's happening in the back end to make sure they're good ads. But I don't have to spend all day like doing ads and doing split testing. So um, I always wanted to do something for myself and like have the laptop lifestyle kind of life. You know, it's what my parents have done. I've seen them be able to work from anywhere and everywhere. We've traveled like quite a bit like throughout my whole childhood and even still now. So it's been pretty motivational to see my parents do it. So I like, I never ever had that doubt that it was possible. It was just finding something that I'd get up and do every day and say, okay, I'm actually going to do it because I like doing it. And then obviously it has to support a lifestyle too, you know? Okay. So you said t 21 years old, you get to speak to business owners. Do you feel like at the age of 21, do you have to, uh, do you find it hard to, to gather respect from these people being, you know, your age, talking to business owners who are probably double, maybe sometimes triple your age? Like how do you really garner that, how do you really garner that respect, I should say, um, to really build and grow your agency? Like what, 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 what's been there? That Honestly, yeah, I don't know. See, for me, like it was just, I never even thought about my age when I got into it really, to be quite honest. Because like before jumping into this, I worked in bars. So like I was used to having conversations with like older guys and I worked in a place called the IFSC in Dublin, which is actually where like lots of like big TNCs are located. So like I was kind of used to having like, you know, small talk with businessmen. And I always found it really super interesting. And then I went on like an Erasmus and I've worked in like two weeks in London that I've done two weeks in Amsterdam, where it was like predominantly older men and businessmen and businesswomen. So I always felt I could kind of hold my ground speaking with older people and that even when they're business people and it, I guess I just never let it phase me. I didn't think of it being, okay, well, you know this and I know this because what I do is social media. So I'm talking to them about something that's only been around. Like I've had it just as long as they've had it and I probably spent more time on it than they have. You know, it's not like I'm going in and talking to something that they've been doing since I was before I was born. You know, I'm talking about social media, which, we're both on the same timeline. Me and this guy who's 60, we've both only had it for five years. So, you know, he can't, I just don't let anyone really, I wouldn't let anyone be above me be like, oh, well, you can't do this, this and this. It's like, well, hold on a second. You know, there's so many young people who've done amazing things. Awesome. And you know, it, it's, it's good you said that. A lot of times people strike out before they even go into anything because uh, they they have these beliefs that, you know, I'm too young or, you know, they're not going to listen. So the fact that you have that confidence to, to walk into any room and be able to sell or pitch your service mm -hmm. uh, has, is, is amazing. Now, yeah, is, sure. is there a particular, well, I'll ask this. There, there's a stigma that the clients that don't pay as much are usually the hardest clients to deal with and the clients that pay the most really are the, are the easier ones. Have you had that same issue or? Yeah, I've had that issue. <laughs> I've had like restaurants going and like, this is like on like 
say management, which at the time I was doing it for like 195 euros or something, which is like, it's still expensive, I guess, to some people. But, you know, if it's for to have your social media looked after day in, day out, your posts are done, your hashtags are done, your comments are getting replied to. If someone wants to book a table, I'd reply to like the odd DM. And um, like someone to be like, oh, 195 euro, like that's so expensive. Like, can you do it for 150? And I'm like, honestly, it's like, no, I'm not going to like devalue my service like in any way, shape or form. Because if you tell someone else who I do it for that I'm doing it for cheaper for you, well, then they're either angry and they want it cheaper or they don't even want to work with me anymore. So like people who will like try to devalue your service, like there's nothing worse. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that, that's interesting. So about how many, so now you, you have a team of people, about how many people do you have like working for you or with you currently? So currently I have two guys who do Facebook ads, one guy who'd be the main guy. And then the second guy kind of just like looks over them just to make sure like everything's cool. And like, I'll always have a look at them, but say if I'm like busy and I'm in meetings all day, but clients need their ads posted. And then the second guy, well, he's more so like a look over and he's being trained into the team. But, you know, it's just, it's always better to have an extra set of eyes because he could like have like some silly grammar mistake and the other guy might just notice it. And then I have one guy who will hopefully be coming on in the next week or so, who's going to join me and do cold calling with me. So he's going to come sit with me, learn how to cold call, basically like anyone can cold call. It's really just getting the confidence and just, you know, it's a numbers game. If you call enough people, someone's going to want a meeting. So um, at the minute, it's me, hopefully this cold calling guy, because he's a friend too. So I'd love to have him on my team. And then two ads guys. Okay, so you, now what you went from having, I guess, okay, right? I wouldn't say we'll say okay success in dropshipping to it seems like mm-hmm. A pretty sustainable business now in the social media, uh, well, in the digital marketing space that's that's going well. Like focusing focusing on like social media management and ads. Yeah. What changed as far as having success in this versus not really having the success you wanted in um, drop shipping? What was that change? I guess the drop shipping was just like you know, but uh, every business you have to work hard at it. But the drop shipping, I think it was simply just not enjoying it. Like, you know, the the bulk of my day was Facebook ads, but now the bulk of my day is outreaching to businesses, which I find enjoyable and going and sitting in meetings and like looking at the positive ROI ads. Like, you know, before a positive ROI ad was something that made me more money, which is like, it's great, don't get me wrong. But now an ad is like, say, okay, cool. I just have that lots of like three more cars, which is I'm benefiting, the dealership's benefiting, the guy who was at the front of the dealership when these people came in for my ads. Now he's got his extra commission for the month. So like, it's so much more full circle. So I guess it's, it's more enjoyable. And then the things I don't like, it's a lot easier to outsource them. Got it. So you know, now you have an opportunity to serve, to serve many people, many businesses. Exactly. In a good space. Are all your clients local within the um, Ireland area? Uh, at the minute, yes. I'm hoping to break out, but I guess... It's all just a time game, you know. I want to get enough people here first, and then get more testimonials, and obviously, you know, work on my cost per click, uh, cost per click, and get everything down before I try go like international. But yeah, going to the UK is like a big goal for me, like London, Manchester kind of area, and then who knows, like after I've conquered those areas and you know proven my worth, there's nowhere I can't really go after that. Yeah, and you've only been around doing this for the last what, like five months, correct? Yeah, five months full-time. So I left my job in November. 
okay, so five, so five months full time, seems like you have a pretty good, decent amount of clients. So, I mean, that's, that's amazing. So mm-hmm. what's the advice you can give someone who, who's, you know, you see ads all the time on learn how to start your digital marketing agency, you know, start your digital marketing, marketing agency. Now, you know, the people mm-hmm. that are trying to go into that space or just even business in general, what's uh, one piece of advice that you can give them, you know, that will help them because you've had success, you know, you quit your job, you dove in full time, you know, it's been about five months, you said, and you're, you're having success. So what is that? I don't want to say secret sauce. What have you been doing that's been working that you can give to someone else? Yeah, no, for sure. And I love that question because like the secret is just do it as simple as it sounds like, you know, stop worrying about, Oh, I got to get my business cards, right? I got to get my Instagram looking good. I got to get this website looking flashy. I need to learn SEO, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, this, this, bang, bang, bang. Like, you know, start if you want to just be convenience offer or an opportunity offer. So you're either going to post for someone daily and be convenience, or you're going to be an opportunity and help them make more money. Both are really easy to sell to business owners because it's saving them time and or making them more money. Once you do that, watch like a few Facebook videos or sorry, a few YouTube videos on how to do either. If you're going to do them yourself, learn it a bit more in depth. If not, go on to Upwork. You can outsource it. You can interview people, but that's a tiny bit of your day. The bulk of your day is just calling. Like I have like three students and one guy like every day I'm like, okay, how many meetings we set today? He's like, oh, I didn't do any cold calling today. And I'm like, why? And he's like, oh, I just find it so daunting. And I'm like, look, the longer you don't do it, the harder it's going to get to pick up the phone. All you need to do is pick up the phone, start dialing. You're going to get more meetings. It's going to get you used to being in there. You're going to get you used to speaking their lingo. Like, you know, in the nighttime, stop watching Netflix. Go watch Dragon's Den. Learn some business talk. Learn how to talk to old businessmen. But yeah, there's no secret sauce. It's literally, it's, it's so funny because it's the easiest things you have to do are what will bring you to success with it. Like, you know, building a website, that's a pain in the ass. Building click funnels, that's a pain in the ass. It's super easy to go onto Google and look up restaurants within 50 kilometers of me, download them on an Excel sheet and call every single one of them. That's a lot easier than building a website and it's going to bring you a lot more success. Mm. I, I like that. The, the daunting, te- I, I like where you said, uh, uh, you're either offering um, convenience or opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. That's... That's, that's huge, right? So for, for those who are listening and, you know, really understand when you're providing a service for someone or when you're allowing people, when you're helping people, I should say, they're either paying for opportunity or convenience, right? Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, if you're not um, basically tackling one of those two areas, mm-hmm. then you're, you become a liability and no longer become a client. For sure. So, so you know. absolutely, I absolutely love that. Now, yeah. do you, I know you said you really focused on um, car car dealerships. That's that's mm-hmm. like your niche now. Yeah, so you have sure. students now. Do you teach them like they should niche down or like what what is the process when you're coaching when you're coaching? One hundred percent niche down. If you're going to do management and you just want to post for people, that's fine. Like you can get jobs through Upwork like all day, like off the back of your hand. That's cool. Do that if you please. But if you're going to go out and run ads for someone, I really would one million percent advise niche down. The problem is, sorry, excuse me. Yeah, the problem is people like, they're like, okay, well, I'm going to tackle realtors and I'm going to tackle restaurants and I'm going to do this, this and this person. And that's fine. Like you're going to get your first client and your second client maybe. But when you set going for that third, fourth, fifth and it's still taking you like 
two to four weeks between signing each client because like one you're like calling off different people you're having to learn different lingo like a realtor speaks different than a restaurant owner it's just you know it's just how it is thank you sorry about that um like you know they talk differently and the good thing as well about sticking to one niche is you have testimonials then you can have someone say hey you know this guy came in and he done wing wednesday and he ran facebook ads for me and we got 80 new customers on wednesdays we wouldn't have then cool target like all the restaurants within 100 kilometers so you're not competing with your competition too much but you know that looks better like if you go to rick the realtor he doesn't care about selling wings on wednesdays that's true that's so do you um so is there a so i'm brand new right and i i'm brand new i'm your i'm your student yeah hey i'm trying to start a digital marketing agency uh, I, I build websites. I can do social media. Where do I start? How do I, how do you help people? Like, what what is your process for a new client who who's interested but you know are still is still learning the ropes? Yeah, for sure. So for sure, like I have a few videos that some I watch later that I'll like give them if they're like completely new to the game. Like mm-hmm. I can give them a few videos so they get like a better understanding and they learn some good terminology. And then when they want to go find a niche, you know, that really has to be each person's own decision. Like, you know, if you're into the gym, cool, go contact gyms because you probably know some gyms in your local area. You probably know some owners. If you like eating out, cool. You probably have been in these restaurants anyway. Like finding your niche really has to be something you're kind of into. It kind of draws back to where the ads were. Like I didn't like doing ads, but if I was to go do ads for like a restaurant or a car dealership, like I know what to do. But if I was going to go do it for a beauty salon, I don't know what age I'm targeting. I don't know, like, how far people want to travel to go. I don't know, like, the income amount or, like, the level of education that typically someone using a beauty salon will go to. So it's really learning what you're actually doing because, like, everyone wants to do social media marketing. But then when they actually, like, learn about everything and onboarding processes and the stuff they actually have to do in the back end, like, it's not that it's hard, but some people make it to be a little bit more glamorous than it is. And then as far as niching down is, it just has to be something you enjoy. So, so the majority of the clients you receive has been through cold calling. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a gem. The, the thing that people hate the most cold calling is how you, how you've made the most money currently. For sure. So oh, yeah. I think cold calling works for me as well because I'm super impatient. So if I was to go on like Facebook, like I can only send 10 messages an hour before my account gets blocked. It's like, I don't want to only reach 10 businesses an hour. And then also be like sitting there waiting for like a response. Like that would kill me. Like I'd much rather call someone and be told we don't want or need your service. Don't call us again. Cool. You're off my Excel sheet. But if you come to me as a referral three months down the line and I offered you my service, well, it's going to be more expensive now because you, now you know how good I am. But you know, like I, I personally just couldn't deal with like messaging or like, hitting everyone up on LinkedIn or doing email because like then it's so much more of a waiting game at least if you call people you know it's a, it's a yes or a no and you know you don't have to worry like oh I done so much outreach today I could potentially have 80 new clients next week it's like I'd rather call people and be like cool I have like three meetings and by cold calling you're also getting used to speaking their language and it's going to give you a bit more confidence when you go in there how, how do you how do you um shake off that 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 no feeling, right? I mean, the reason why people hate cold calling is because they don't like being rejected. 
Uh, mm-hmm. It makes people feel a certain kind of way. It almost feels like a helpless feeling for some, right? So what is your, like, what, what's your mindset going into calls, especially getting a bunch of no's in a row? Like, how do you mm-hmm. shake that off? Or how do you coach people on, on that aspect? I think it's, you just have to want it. Like, I guess it, it obviously helps a little bit. Like I worked after the bar, I worked in sales for two years. So like, I'm used to being told no and being shut down. Like, you know, even if I was new to this, I don't think a no would stop me because like, you know, like I literally had a student say this to me. He was like, I was getting sick of cold calling, but then two calls in a row, he landed a meeting. So like, to me, it's if I put down the phone and I don't pick it up again, how do I know the next five people I call aren't going to be having a great day and they're not going to want to sit down and have a meeting with me. And like, sometimes, yeah, if I get like 20 no's in a row, I'll sit down and be like, damn, like, is this me today? And like some days, you know, just like go for a walk eat some food, do something to get your head back in the right place. Like, I don't know, it's, to me, it's crazy when people are like, oh, I don't want to cold call because I don't want to be told no. It's like, well, how are people going to say yes if they never hear from you, you know? So, so your, whole, your whole initial thing is to find, for in your case, restaurants, sort of car dealerships in your area, mm-hmm. set up a meeting so you don't try to sell anyone on this call. No, 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 never. Okay, so your whole goal is just to set up a meeting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're gonna, go ahead. No, go ahead. yeah, no. So I'll like call them, I'll like just you know, be like tell them because they're, they're busy, you're busy, you want to get you more calls. Just tell them, hey, can I have like three minutes of your time? I'm Colin, I'm from Rookamall Solutions. What I do is I run paid traffic ads. I've been having some success in your area, like with finance cars or new cars on the lot. If this is something you're interested in, I'd love to come in and have like a 15 minute chat with you just because I've been on your Facebook and I've seen from your info and ads section, you're not running any ads. And I just think you're leaving some money on the table. I can bring in some competitor analysis, show you where we could get you with a bit of work on your end on my end. That sounds like something you'd want to do. Yep. Cool. Tuesday at 10 work. Cool. I'll see you then. It seems so simple. But that's it. Like, you know, you just say it a hundred times. Like you, like people will call and they'll be like, uh, uh, it's $1,500 and I'll get you like 10 times or like, you know, don't never promise someone the price. Never tell someone your price over the phone. Cause that gives them the chance to say no as well. Cause they'll be like, Whoa, like $1,500. Like that's a lot of money. Like, you know, get the meeting with them and then you need to go in and ask them like, you know, why aren't you running ads or why aren't you posting daily and find their pressure point? Like why they're not doing it? What bothers them? And then you can be like, okay, like you do have to not put them down, but you have to make them realize why they aren't doing what they need to be doing. Like that's their pressure points. And then you need to be this magical solution and be like, well, cool. This is what I do. This is my day to day. Your day to day is this, but this is mine. You want to be here and you could be here. Like this is where you are. And you just have to be that magical bridge. That's going to get them from A to B and like never promise someone like, you know, over the top results. It's always better. I can't even think of this phrase, but it's like, always better to under promise and over deliver or something yeah. like you never want to tell someone because no one's going to be mad at something you told them you didn't tell them you're going to do but if you tell someone hey give me 1k and i'm going to get you like 8k back to your ads if you only get them 6k they're going to be pissed but if you tell them okay give me 1k we're going to try grow your brand awareness as much as we can we're going to bring back at least an even roi which you should be able to do then if they end up on 6k they're over the moon you know nice okay so that's gonna I mean it's like I said it's a free phone. A lot of times, like you said, people they get nervous, they stutter over the phone, and mm-hmm. I think just repetition uh, from what you, you're saying, repetition is is what 
builds that confidence. Literally. You know, if you hate cold calling so much, like there's a hundred and one groups out there for like young entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs in your area. Like if you're from New York, New York entrepreneurs into Facebook, find a group, just post in there. Hey guys, I'm new to the business world. I don't really have a lot of confidence speaking to business owners. Anyone want to jump on Zoom for an hour each night and we'll practice cold calling on each other? And that'll get you used to it. Like get someone to give you the objections. Like look up, like, I don't know, regular um, rejections for cold callers and then get someone to throw them at you. And, but don't have them like tell you, okay, I'm going to give you this objection now. Just be having a conversation, get someone to give you the objection and just keep practicing and trying and trying. Because if you can do it with a stranger you've just met off a group chat, why not do it with a stranger that owns a business? Yeah, that's true. That that's that's a very very good point. Um, wow, man! You first of all, uh, you you're definitely ahead of your time, right? At, at 21 years old, you're 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 running your own digital marketing agency. Now, is there any? What's I have two 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 more pretty good questions. They're pretty big okay. questions. The first one is, is there any uh, software tools that you're using that you're open to sharing with the public that's been beneficial for you? Yeah, for sure. Um, I have, I will get you the name real quick. Give me one second, sorry. This is so unprofessional. Um, data miner, that's what I use. Data miner, okay. Yeah, that's just basically the scraped leads from um, Google Chrome. So it's just an extension. So instead of when I type in like, X business in my area instead of searching for hours and you know writing down or copy and pasting it just helps to make an excel sheet a bit faster other than that that's about it also yeah, that's that's really it's just to, to scrape leads and then you you get on the phone did you and was there any courses that you've taken that's helped you did you create your own script like what has worked for you that's gotten you to the place where you are now iman gadzi um, anyone in the social media space i guess will know iman gadzi and if they don't you need to watch some iman gadzi on youtube and let yourself go into a wormhole of knowledge iman god do you know him i've heard of him but i haven't i haven't looked up too much stuff he's crazy so um he's the one who i'd actually like been following and i was like hmm this seems like a liable business and then i bought his course in november the day i quit my job and um his course like you know it was like $997 or something and it was like worth every penny he gives you like sales scripts cold message scripts email scripts teaches you how to make an audit for before you go into a meeting like everything now in saying that you 100% don't need to buy a course like if you're really struggling you know each post I do on Instagram someone wins a free coaching call for 30 minutes so if you think you really need to go on there or if you're like extremely struggling like message me I get back to all my dms like, I'm not going to charge someone a coaching call if they have, like, one simple question. But, um, yeah, coaching calls, I try not to follow scripts too much. Like, I took kind of the body of Emans and I played with it for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of said, okay, let me ditch the script for a while. Let me just call, go natural, just from having a bit of a sales background. Um, so I find, like, it's good, obviously. You have to have, like, your key points, what you're going to say to them, just so you don't go off topic and just let them know, you know, like, you're – this is your name, you're from this agency, this is what you want to do. But after that, just have a normal conversation and let it build some rapport. Because like, if you keep, like what I've seen is people will try to follow a script and like the guy or girl they're on the phone will like finish a sentence and then they'll like follow into like a completely unrelated sentence because they feel they need to get their script done. It's like, no, like just, just let it flow and 
like by time you won't even need the script like you're going to call and you're going to be yourself and they're going to want you mm. i like that i like that a lot no, that's that's amazing so first first and foremost thank you so much for um all the gems and all the information that you've dropped i no think problem. i think that it was um not i think i know that is it's been extremely beneficial uh, even with you just kind of mocking over like what the sales call looks like it, it was naturally fluent and a lot of people struggle with that and you know i've struggled with that in the past when i've done it especially if i'm unsure of myself or just really being comfortable providing a service or a price and you know what you've done and what i've seen you've probably heard of sam ovens and a lot of other uh big names they speak about you know create you know just booking a meeting right that's you're not selling anything over the phone you got to yeah. get on the phone you have to book a meeting and once you book a meeting then you can start going through it so I mean, I absolutely love that it's been working, you know, for you. Now, how do you plan on, how do you plan on, um, I guess, scaling, right? So, I mean, at, cert, at a certain point, you're going to need more, um, more members. Yeah, for sure. You get, tired yeah. of, you get tired of the calling. Like, what, what is your overall goal and how, and how do you plan on getting there? So, my overall goal is to be kind, like, still completely top of my agency and, helping people with their agencies. But ultimately, I'd like to get some cold calling guys in. Not that I think cold calling is like boring or it doesn't work. I actually do enjoy it. So I don't think I'll ever fully stop it. Kind of weird that I like cold calling. I know most people hate it. Like, yeah, like if I ever get a new team member in, like I'm going to cold call with them like all week with them sitting beside me or over Zoom or something, depending on where they live in the world. But like, I'd like to outsource most of that. Most of my ads to this moment are mostly outsourced, but I would still see over them. Um, I'd like to get some like graphic designers in maybe to make my ads look a bit nicer, to build a bit more brand for my clients. That's just something on my level to make my um, agency better, I guess. And then myself, my personal goals, I want to keep growing my uh, personal brand. I don't think I want to bring out a course I just launched my like coaching calls today. So I want to grow that because I've took on like three free students, which like, I've really enjoyed and I've like helped two of them get their first clients, which was like an amazing feeling. It's like, that's pretty cool. Like knowing that I'm after helping like literally one guy over in Manchester leave his job. So that's like awesome. Um, yeah. And then ultimately I would like to get into like, like this is like five year plan, maybe like Gary Vee. Like I'd love to go do big speaking events. And then go do consulting, like coaching large, like Rick and mortar business teams. Like I'd like, I'd love to go into businesses and be like flown somewhere and like stay for like a week and go in and do coaching with them all day. I don't know. Cause like, this is quite introverted, but I still do like working with people and like sales is my main thing, I guess. So um, yeah, have the agency doing well, constantly growing to a stage where I don't need to do too much work within the business, just on it. And just keep like, you know, improving it for my clients and then, you know, just get it so that we're like keeping our retainers. People aren't going to leave because the service is just too good. And then personal brand, that's really, you know, that's the sky's the limits with that. If you're not growing your personal brand with something online, you're crazy. And then the consulting and speaking, that's like, you know, that's not in the next three years, I wouldn't imagine, because I just need a little bit more time in the game. And like, I'd be fully confident to do it, but I'd like want to know that like, I know absolutely every aspect. Nice, nice. So you've, uh, like you said, you've been, you've been, you know, you're, you're fairly new to it. And what do you mm -hmm. think in order for you, for someone to feel comfortable? Like I, I've always said, 
uh, activity breeds activity and activity breeds confidence, right? So after you mm -hmm. do enough and you get your first client, then you know you can get your second, your third, your fourth. Do you have a, a goal of, to I guess, the amount of clients you want to be managing per month or the, the number of new clients you need per month? Like, have you set those personal goals for yourself? Honestly, no. It's been more of like monetary goals, I would say. And like, you know, bringing price down for existing clients. So it'd be like getting like their ROIs down. But that's just, you know, the longer you manage someone, the more the ROI is going to go down. And like, unless it's like some crazy specific niche where it's like a gym and like only X amount of people from the local area can join. Like with most places, you know, you can get the ROI to go down, which will let your clients put down their ad spend or up it even. And like, you know, they want to go Grant Cardone and 10 exit, but then that'll hopefully bring up my retainers. But like, no, I don't have like a max amount of clients. As long as I was happy that I had enough ads managers on my team, like, you know, if I'm going to take on more clients, I'm going to need to go back on Upwork and start interviewing again. So I probably wouldn't take on too many more people until I had someone new in the team who was fully trained in. So I guess it's as long as I can supply it and I'll know that it's going to be good and I'm not going to get a bad name or put a bad name beside my business, I'm happy to take on a million clients. Last question. How did you feel when you got your first client? Amazing. Amazing. I don't even know how to explain it. Like literally, I just got, it's literally when I got off the like first call where I closed the meeting, like I just like put the phone down and I was just like, just sat there and I was like, so this is how it's going to feel. And like, it's, it's the same feeling. Like every time I get a meeting, I'm just like, like there's no better feeling. Do you do, do, you do your meetings in person or typically over the phone? I like to do them in person if I can. Sweet, sweet. Callum, I appreciate it, man. You dropped a lot of gems. Thank you. Make sure you go and follow him. Actually, you know, let the people know your social handles because there's a lot of free information that you said you give out, free coaching calls um, every day that you do. So I'll, I'll give you an opportunity to kind of let the people know um, where to find you. For sure. Thank you. Um, so my Instagram is callum.nolan. That's C-A-L-U-M dot N-O-L-A-N. Um, I try to post there like at least like three times a week. I'm constantly updating the story. Each post I do, if you just comment, you're already in with a chance to win a free coaching call. And hopefully by the time this goes live, I'm going to be on the YouTube game. What I'm actually starting to do is record my coaching calls and I'm just going to blast them all over my YouTube because hopefully if there's someone in like the beginning of their journey, they'll ask some questions that would be quite common for beginners. And then if you don't win the coaching call, at least you have somewhere that you can go and pick up a bit of value or get some sort of answers to your questions. Um, if there is ever anything you really do need to know or like you want to ask me, my DMs are like completely fully open. You know, there's no need to worry about DMing me. Like I'll get back to you in like a day or two max if I can. Obviously, you know, I don't think my DMs are ever going to be at that like 100 plus stage anytime soon. So if you need any help, just get at me. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, thank you so much for your knowledge. You know, no problem, dude. I, uh, a young brother really taking on the digital space um, out of Ireland. That's yes. amazing. Incredible. Uh, when, I go over, when I go over there, I'll be sure to reach out to you. Oh, do for sure. Are you planning the trip soon? Yeah, well, I just came back from Europe a couple weeks ago. I didn't make it over there. I was in uh, London, then I went to Paris, then I went to Amsterdam. Uh, then I oh, nice. The US. So, I, when I do come back over there, which I will be, I'll definitely reach out to you, man. Thank you so much for your knowledge. Uh, thank you so much for your wisdom. I'm sure a ton of people um, got a lot of value from this. And 
you're going to continue to grow, right? You have, you have no fear. You, you said something that was amazing. You said, you know what, I, I, I just want it. So because you want it and you're just going to do it and you're going to go after it, you're going to figure it out. Like the intention is there and you'll figure out the mechanisms as you go along. And that's, that's the beauty of it. So thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate it. Um, and for those who are listening in, which most of you guys will be listening, listening, uh, listening in, um, thank you so much for listening every week. And we'll see you guys next week. Take care. Perfect. Have a good day, dude. Bye-bye. As usual, thank you for listening.